Okay, we got some brush pile site regulations. Yeah, let's take a look at our brush pile site regulations. Um, page 20 of, of the packet. Just want to talk through this um, so that everybody's on the same page. Just general rules of the brush pile site. You know, it lists the only things that are accepted out there trees, brush, leaves, grass clippings, garden waste, and concrete. Okay, we don't accept lumber. Uh, and then only waste grown or generated within Lakeview City limits can be taken to the dump. And plastic bags do need to be emptied and removed. Then we had a, a committee that was uh, set up from the last council meeting. We did have our committee meeting and would suggest these uh, regulations then for use and maintenance of the brush pile site. So keeping separate piles for trees and brush and separate piles for grass clippings, leaves, and garden waste. Okay, the location um, would then be, be designated by signs and, and Dean is starting to work on, on some signs already. February 22, we would, uh, the items would be placed as shown on the aerial photo. So flip back a couple pages and this gives some idea about where we would be. Uh, the concrete on, on the south side, leaves and grass, Clear, clear on the west side with the idea being that that is, is pushed off to the side, not burnt, just pushed over the edge. Okay, and then uh, more towards the north would, would be where the uh, brush would go, um, whereas we'll talk, it would be periodically burnt. There's a road that's proposed to go down to the south and around the back of all of the, of the dumped items. And that would be... Um, just, just clearing out some of these scrub trees and whatnot and make sure that they can get through there. Any, any ideas about how you're going to do that? Then uh, brush more on the schedule. I've walked down through there and there's like small little saplings and stuff just sticking up. Our brush mower will mow right through there so that the quick attack can get down and around to the side where in case leaves or grass, somebody burns it without permission or somebody dumps some ashes that isn't controlled by us starts on fire, they can get down there with a quick attack instead of going over the side of the pile. Uh, it says campground, but we're not allowing, allowing camping out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, the, the, that's the, just the idea yeah. is to make sure the ashes get dumped right. in, a, in a separate location. I thought that was the overflow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have an update about, about anything campground ash related? Purchased a trailer. Um, I saw it on Facebook and I talked to Dale about it, Dave about it, Scott. I talked to Sandy about it. I talked to Eric about it. Um, it it's an all metal trailer. Uh, the price was $250. And I got down there and I told the guy what we're using it for. And he got this look on his face. And he said, Well, I haul my ashes with five gallon buckets. You know, and then I talked to him about it, needed a hitch. Tires weren't the greatest and stuff. And I asked him if he'd drop it down to $200. And he said, no. He says, if you don't pay the $250, I'm going to use it for just what you said, and I'll take it off Facebook. So I'm like, here's your $250. Brought it back, bought some tires and a hitch for it, and going to make it look nice and paint it up. But it's all metal. Um, they're going to be able to dump their ashes in that, but it's so the idea here really being that they dump ashes in it when they clean up on Monday, 
and it can sit for the rest of the week or it can sit through till the next Monday and they'll dump the thing real quick and before the fill starts to fill it up again. So uh, this is doing what they can to try to avoid any any problems with the, the dump starting on fire. Okay, so uh, see that yeah, the leaves and grasses of things, garden waste, they would be pushed off toward, towards the west. That pile uh, would not be burned as far as leaves and grasses of things. Okay, so it does have periodic burning for tree branches and other small woody materials. Yeah, it would it would be great that uh, the pile would be kept a small enough size that it would burn up in one day. Okay, again, we're not burning grass clippings, leaves, or garden waste. As far as large tree trunks, we do not anticipate that we're going to burn those either. That they the tree trunks would be they can be set aside and available for anyone to take. Okay, so that anybody could take those. No cost to the contractor, but certainly no cost to the city if they want to come in and, and somehow try to take those. And um, or they'd be pushed over the edge by uh, by the city staff or a contractor. But it's proposed that these large trunks would not be burned. So how might how might we be, be able to handle that with a grapple? Uh, we're trying to get a, a king welding up there in sack to give me a price on what it's going to take to get our old snow bucket. Get grapple made onto that, and then move to the one there with tobacco and grab it. And if we have to cut it in a little bit smaller chunks, depending on how big this trunk might be, we can grab it and throw it over the edge with our piece of equipment. Okay, dump sites burned only as directed by the utility superintendent, and generally when the uh, when the wind's going to blow the smoke out of town. Okay, fires can only be lit by city staff. And generally, small fires would not be extinguished, but allowed to burn themselves out. Now, prior to, to lighting the, the brush on fire, city staff would, would notify city hall. We would keep a written log about when the, uh, the dump is lit on fire. And as much as practical, try to notify the public, and that would be done via social media, if, if we have ample time to tell them we plan to burn it on tomorrow or whatever this going to be. Okay, on top of the next page then, in the event that a fire spreads to be much longer, larger than anticipated and may burn for a few days, decision to extinguish the fire rests with the fire chief. And then uh, safety of the firefighter being top priority. I know they, uh, yeah, and that, and that would really be if something gets out of hand. Otherwise, it would intend, I think, that it would uh, continue to burn. There's some groundwork that, that needs to be done. We talked about making this access road uh, to provide the fire department access to the bottom of the old gravel pit. And then also there's uh, being, you know, that's what, one of the things about this plan is that it does require quite a little bit more uh, staff time to make sure that we're managing stuff out there. And, and Dean certainly is, is aware of that. But even starting off with like all of the stuff go clear to the go clear to the west. So it's cleaning all that top part up, getting getting all of the rebar and and making sure that uh, that it can uh, that you can drive all the way back to the type problem. And then uh, one other thing that we had talked about though is uh, would the council have any desire? to basically haul some dirt out, out there and, and cover up the top of that. 
you know, we could can address some of those concerns and we can get dirt relatively cheap. We'd have Levi truck in some stuff from the back Um But so, you know, about the time we do that, it'll be muddy all the time. So I'm interested in your thoughts about that, whether we'd be interested in doing that or not. Doesn't Bob Glock cut the metal with six up worse? No, he flags them and tells us that they're there. Oh. I go down there the other day and pick up. I hate to see if somebody from town took the car out there. They're going to dump it by the gate because it's yeah, it's not very passable. Mm -hmm. But like you said, if you put dirt on top, it's just going to be a muddy mess. And but I I know it if it rains number one, but it's going to be muddy if it rains or not, and then it, it'll end up drying up, and that's when people start using it again. But right, a lot of that concrete needs to be covered up because it's just chunks and chunks and chunks. And the uh, or just when they're out there, they were in the dozer and just bouncing around with all the concrete. You know, so it's just my opinion needs to be covered up. We're going to make it work for everybody to drive back to the. We're going to have to have some type of way to get back there for smaller vehicles. And so I don't know why we would do they have some dirt or something. Like that. Six, seven, seven loads is play available out there. Hey, did you check that clearly? Yeah. Six, seven semi loads. Hmm. It's going to be dropping the bucket. That's how we're going to start off with 10 and see how, see how much that uh, <laughs> spread out with its good order. You volunteering? <laughs> I, I do have one more suggestion. Yes. Instead of putting that access road inside the dump area, mm -hmm. there's a gate to the south a little bit further. Okay. Keep that burned up along the south. So John Doe can't be driving back around there. Put a gate with a padlock on it. So only, okay. of course, then that's going to be bad for the fire trucks. Mm -hmm. But if you put a gate across it, it's slow people down from going back in there where they don't need to be. If you lock it, they have a key. Yeah. And where's that at? It's on, just on the gravel just, road. No, no, it's just south of the entrance that's there. Oh yeah, that goes down and around. Yeah, that's back down and around that key. Yeah. Is this another entrance off of the blacktop road or mm -hmm. is it is it, huh. right. it it was Karsten's entrance actually when Karsten's on that property. Check it out. Uh, last couple things about campground ash, making sure that's <coughs> in a in a separate location, and then uh, educating the public. And really, what we're looking at about education, again, large signs out there at the brush pile site that would denote where things are to be done. And then we'll work uh, through social media and the, and the newsletter and traditional print media about trying to get the word out about uh, the importance of maintaining that site and, and we need the public's uh, public's help in order to really make that uh, come to be. And we'll also, you know, of course, tell them about the penalties for non-compliance. Can we, can we put a letter in with the electric bills? Yeah, we, we bill by postcards. So we, we, it would have to be a special mailing in order for that to, to happen. And at least we know everybody got it. Work, especially if we're going to enforce the penalty. Well, we usually give them a bunch of warnings before we ever do it. <laughs> well, maybe that needs to stop. I would agree. But the fine was a thousand bucks. 
police was pretty hesitant to give that ticket out. Well, I'm not saying a thousand is the right number, but no, hundred bucks, hundred bucks wakes somebody up a little bit. Yes, sure. Yeah. Especially if they had a warning a week before or the yeah. month before. Flip a couple pages back to 23. This is the entire amount of our ordinances as it pertains to that brush policy. So a couple things that the committee identified about our contractor permit is 25 bucks per year. They would certainly suggest that the council would, would increase that fee. They didn't suggest what a fee would be, but uh, would look at having it increased. Um, really, we just need to have a lot more interaction with contractors on that too, because ever since they don't come in to sign out a key or, or anything anymore, we may not even know they're there. So we'll be... Uh, <coughs> Sending out applications, contractor permits to who's, who's been there before. You know, I, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant on increasing the fees because any fees you increase to the contract you get passed on to homeowner. And, and I think, you know, that homeowners kind of feed out. And I, I'm good with. Letting the contractors keep them on top of them more often, looking at them with the key or, or whatever. But you know, as soon as you lock that thing up, too, you're in the springtime and people are doing yard cleanup and stuff. And, and a lot of times when city hall's closed, All right? Most of the time when city hall's closed, whether it be weekend or after work, so locking the is really an option, I think. Keeping on top of the contractors is probably, you know, what we really need to do. Because yeah. we got a camera out there watching the contractors, and um, I think but, we but are. I, I, I'd be against raising the fee because that's going to be passed on to the homeowner, homeowner, or us. Because <laughs> we only allow the contractors that are doing work in the city limits to dump it, correct? Right, yeah. yeah. The stuff has to be generated from in time. Right. Do we need to add something into this ordinance? There's something about the garbage bag and that or oh okay. Sure can I, yeah. I don't see nothing in there that they need to be no plastic bag. Yep, sure can. Um, I circled number four where it's talking about access limited, and I think that uh, it's got to be coming up on two years now, basically since the dump's been open all the time. And you know, we haven't we haven't closed it, and have had really pretty decent uh, compliance from the public about not having a whole lot of problems out there. And uh, I think a lot of it comes back to the fact that we have these cameras out there now, and we we follow back and and find folks who have. Uh, have dumped out there, and, and we've done that. Kay, Kay will sit there and watch the uh, this video for a couple hours and, and find out who had been out there at what time. Um, so it can happen. Uh, just, yeah, interested in your thoughts about uh, whether there would ever come a time that we would uh, limit access to that. I, I said I don't think so. Whatever work Clean up yard waste or brush. It's always during the weekend or after work. Mm -hmm. And to call 
PD out to unlock the gate. It's, sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Right, because they may be on something more important than unlocking the gate. But. I don't like when rain a lot, or I had people beating on my door on the weekends a lot. So if we're not having that, any issues out there, I'd say keep it unlocked. Have there been no major stuff on Catch a plastic bag once more, they can go pick them up. Yeah, I guess, but we have that access limited section there. And I'd like to maybe rewrite that just to uh, basically say that, that uh, you know, it's the intention that the, the dump site would, would remain open, um, but that it, it can be closed then during, uh, basically when there's trouble times, you know, if, if people are, are posing problems that we go ahead and lock them. Right. Come up with some type of, of language on that. So you propose to not adopt it tonight, wait till all these changes? So I need to write up uh, some ordinance changes. And then any any ideas about penalties? I would say we need to get it to a realistic number so we can enforce it and wake them up a little bit. Yeah, it's got to be enforceable. Yeah. <clears throat> so a couple of things. You can stipulate the amount of penalty that you would like to have if you would like. The other thing is that if, if a penalty is not stated, it's just a municipal infraction. Okay. Now, uh, and we would cite them as a municipal infraction, and then it goes to the magistrate who determines what fines. Hundred bucks first time, two fifty the second time, then get to five hundred the third time. Because that hundred don't get their attention, two fifty five, but then it's still low enough that you can. I say low enough, it's still a figure that it's enforceable. Do. Right. Person's gonna get it. It's enforceable. Somebody's gonna hear it and go, well, I ain't got that. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I would intend to uh how long was our agreement with uh Hancock for them to keep continuing to put uh, <coughs> yeah, I don't know that we have a uh even a written agreement. It's just more of, of an understanding. And uh, we need to get out and talk with Hancock, which I've not done yet. Um, we can that, that, that original conversation was back in Weston. Sure. And it's changed hands like three times since then. Twice anyway. And then, yeah. In the past, they would pay for pushback. Anytime the city would pay for pushback the next time. But over the years, they able to out of their time to push back. Well, I see the last time we spent was worth just like forty five hundred dollars. If we're gonna do that street, the lake street, the Lake Shore Drive. We're gonna have a bunch of concrete then and hopefully whoever we hire can dump it way in the back instead of spreading it out we have to push it back. Well isn't Trader taking some of that? Taking the wood, he's taking the wood part of it, and, and so far he hasn't he hasn't worked things out with his family issues in order to allow them to take the concrete out. He'd like to have it for his family member, but he not want to. He still has intentions of coming and going to Smith, but I don't know when. <laughs> okay. <laughs> telling me All right, so I'm going to uh, okay, fair an ordinance. Uh, 
change to be considered next time that uh, will reflect this. But what's your thoughts on policy in general? Are we good to go with policy? Or, no, I think so. Looks good. It's a starting point. Mm -hmm. Yep. Can we have a motion, motion to approve, approve that? Policy then? So second? Second. We'll call. Holtman? Yes. Yeah. Moeller? Yes. Frank? Yes. Beckman? Yes. Thank you. Yes. 